Are you interested in playing a bigger role in your own life? What is your mission in life? And what's standing in the way of your getting there? Welcome to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCullough. In our program, we will share life stories, ideas, and business insights that help you step into this bigger role and achieve your own success. Now, here is your host, Michelle McCullough. Well, hello and welcome, and we're so happy you're here with us today. This is your host, Michelle McCuller, Mission to Millions Radio. And a little bit about me, I am a former rocket scientist of 26 years. I'm also a life and business coach, a speaker, and an author, and on a mission to help people just like you create your most incredible and powerful life. Um, today's topic will be covering relating your way to greater prosperity, meaning, and fulfillment, uh, with my host, or sorry, my guest Josh Decker, who is the founder of Real Relating Now, and he has dedicated his life to guiding people to cultivate the relational skills necessary for deep, intimate, meaningful, and fulfilling relationships. So, welcome, Josh. Um, so happy to have you here today. <laughs> Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Michelle. I really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, well, um, I'm really excited to talk about our topic today because I believe it is one of the most fundamental, important topics there probably is, as well as it's the foundational skill to create everything that you really want and desire in your life. At least that's my opinion. Um, kind of I, I concur. <laughs> so, Josh, um, I know your, your business is Real Relating Now, and I know you have a couple of programs that uh, you do, which are Real Relating and Relational Artistry. And so, uh, first of all, can you just tell our listeners a little bit about what do you mean by Real Relating and Relational Artistry? Yes, I can. It's a pleasure. Uh, so, Real relating and uh, relational artistry are all about discovering how we do relationship and while also learning what type of skills and structures will help us achieve the, the desired relationships we're wanting. Mm-hmm. And one of the main ways that I start with this is in real relating, uh, there are five fundamental skills that really help uh, allow you to discover and navigate relational patterns. Wow. I'm excited to hear a little and, more about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even the reason why you would want to do that is, in my experience and experience of hundreds, maybe even thousands of people that I've worked with, is uh, that they experience a deeper sense of connection, intimacy, and an overall enrichment of their relationships in life, whether it be personal or professional. Oh, great. Um, so, great. Uh, well, the next thing I'd really like to know is, how is it you got started doing this work? <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting story. <laughs> so, it, it begins with, uh, with little Josh. Mm. And at, at a very young age, um, I, my mom had to make a, make a very difficult decision to uh, have my leg amputated due to some deformities that I was born with in my foot. And 
I, I also grew up as a military brat, and my brother uh, was older than me and very athletic. And so I was always pushed uh, physically uh, by being in relationship with him. While at the same time growing up on army bases and moving around all the time, a lot of times we were the only friends that we, that we had. Mm. And what, what a lot of people may not know about, uh, at least U.S. Army bases, is that sometimes there's, uh, uh, at least in my experience, there was uh, a lot of gangs uh, that were prevalent on the bases. Um, and what the, the main thing that came up from that was that we were, we were constantly in some type of danger. Wow. And one of the, one of the things that occurred for me was that being pushed physically by my brother and having the condition of my leg, there were several times where I actually put my brother in danger. And for me, that was crushing to, to realize that, that I had something that would actually put my brother in danger. And I remember specifically a time that I, I put him in danger. And what came up for me was that I was never going to put someone else in danger again. And the way I was going to do that is I was going to do everything everyone else did and I was going to do it better. I can imagine that was a challenge having had your foot amputated and being in those environments. Yeah, it, it, it was an extreme challenge. And most of the time I was, I was ready. I, I was prepared and I was capable yet. There's these, these few times and so after that, I, I actually became quite a um, high-level basketball player. I, I did uh, rappelling and snowboarding and spelunking. I went climbing in the Himalayas and northern India. Uh, there, there was nothing that, uh, that I was not going to do and not only do it, but do it better than everyone else <laughs> was doing it. Wow. I mean, duh, that's just such an inspiring story, Josh. I mean, literally, like you're inspiring me. I mean, I've, you know, I've had some challenges in my life, physical and otherwise, but, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> no reason to hold back and not go for your dreams and, you know, step out in every way possible <laughs> and really just create the life you want. I mean, if you can do that, having had your foot amputated, I think that says a lot about what's possible for us all. Um. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, well, and I actually thought that too at the time, yet I found myself um, after my travels in India at this party, and I, I noticed that there were some people having a lot of fun, and I went over more towards them just slowly but surely checking, checking things out. And what I noticed was that they were sharing and talking about things that most people never talked about. Uh, can you give and me a for instance? also just so happened to be doing drugs. Mm. And I said, well, you know what? 
I realized that there there was a deep longing in me to to be able to share and talk about things in that way. And so I decided that I was just going to go ahead and do the do the drugs and and see what happened. And I really liked it. <laughs> uh. So much so that I kept on doing it and kept on doing it and kept on doing it to the point where I was high for weeks on end. Uh, I, I even got to the point where I was hiding drugs in my leg. And one morning I woke up and I did not even recognize the face that was looking at me in the mirror. Wow. And for me, I, I've never had uh, the feeling that arose for me in that moment. Can you share a little about what that feeling was? For sure. For the first time in my life, I was lost. Oh, wow. Like, for the first time, I didn't know what to do or where to go or or even who who I was and whether to believe in myself. And how did that impact you? Well, I'm not really sure because <laughs> the, the next day I got a call. Yeah? <laughs> and it was from my brother. And he said, hey, bro, I've, I've got you a one-way ticket to San Francisco and I signed you up for this personal uh, transformational workshop. Wow. What perfect and before divine... I knew it... Huh? I was like, perfect divine timing? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so, before I knew it, I was in San Francisco at this personal development workshop and... I was in some kind of process where there was one leader on one side of me saying, it's okay, Josh, just, just let it go. Let it all out. It's okay. You, you, can, you can do it. I've got your back. And then I had another workshop leader on the other side of me telling me, just, just, just scream, just yell, just kick, just thrash. And before I knew it, there's this feeling that came up in my stomach and started coursing up my body and out my throat. And all of that pain from that little boy onward to that point in my life, all of the pain and all of the, the pushing and all of the trying to be the best came out in me thrashing and screaming and yelling and uh, tears were flying and snot and and then it was gone wow just uh, just all that pain and it was just immediately gone it was just gone and did it remain gone <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was no longer i did there was no no more feeling in my body yet I looked up, I sat up, and I looked up, and I saw these people that were in the workshop with me looking back at me. And the love and the connection that I felt in that moment 
was what I had longed for my whole entire life. That level of connection and intimacy. Yeah. And in that moment, I knew that this is what I want in my life. And the next moment, I dedicated myself to creating that type of relationship, not only in my life, but for other people to create it in their lives. <laughs> wow. Such a powerful story. And I can so relate on wanting that level of connection with people. Uh, I've been through similar transformations. So thank you for sharing that story with our listeners. It's it's a beautiful, empowering story. And I am... I'm excited to hear what we're going to be speaking about the rest of this hour. Because so, I <laughs> uh, wasn't expecting some of that. So thank you for sharing so much so freely. Uh, You're welcome. So thank anyway, you. Josh, next. So now that we know more about how you got into this work, can you share a little bit about why it's so important? I mean, I think you just touched on it because of that connection, and it's the connection that we're all longing for. But eh, tell me if I'm on track there. <laughs> yeah, well, this is, like I said, I, even to this day and this moment, I can feel in myself mm-hmm. that I am dedicated now more than ever to creating deeply connected, intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. And what the landscape of the world right now is we're re- there's an over-reliance on technology, mm-hmm. uh, from my experience and what people have shared with me is that there's there's a pressure to be perceived in a certain way, and so there's a constant filter or uh, being careful on what we say, how we say it, how we show up in relationship. Mm-hmm. And what I find is there's more disconnection than ever in the world today. Oh, I so agree. And what I've noticed is that people are more unhappy. They're less fulfilled. Mm-hmm. There's, there's this sense of that something is missing and a constant search to fill some void. Mm. Can you say a little bit more about that void? Well, what I find is that that a lot of times people have um, something happen to them, mm-hmm. whether it's whenever they're very young or whenever they're teens or even in college, something happens and it forces them to uh, and, and a lot of times this is whether that action was negative or not, it was perceived as, as negative and hurtful or painful or uh, even to the degree of traumatizing. And in that moment, they have to make the best decision to protect themselves. Got it. Yet in doing so, they have to protect that part of themselves, but they unconsciously close themselves off from that part of themselves. 
And what ends up happening is they there's a sense of something missing, and they're out looking for the thing to fill that void or that hole that they perceive they have. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, I know in my own personal life, I've shut down many aspects of myself and worked on, you know, many years on reintegrating those parts, you know, parts that I thought had been irretrievably lost. So I believe I totally, you know, get what you're talking about. I mean, for some of us, it's our sensuality or our sexuality. Some of it's our um, ability to have a voice. I mean, can you share some other examples? I mean, that's, is that, am I, I'm on the right track there? Yes, exactly. I I would say um, one is that, uh, is that I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. And then looking for someone to prove that I'm enough. So looking mm-hmm. for that significant partner to prove I'm enough. Looking for my boss to tell me I'm enough. Looking for anyone to let me know that I'm enough. Instead of being able to come from within knowing that you're enough? Exactly. And yet the that would take having the awareness that that that's what you're doing and uh, unfortunately most people are it, this happened at such a young age and they learned how the strategy and okay. how to navigate life Josh so we're going to have to be Josh we're going to have to mm-hmm. come back to this cuz we're going to be going into a break now so just uh-huh. want to be um you know making sure we wrap up here cuz very yeah, shortly perfect. we're going into a break yeah and so the exactly as I said, it's just that they're unconscious to that it's even occurring. And ultimately, the, the sad thing is, is that there is a very simple solution. Okay, so why don't we talk about the solution when we come back? And that'll be a perfect thing. Um, and so anyway, when we return with our guest, Josh Decker on Mission to Millions, I'm your host, Michelle McCuller. And stay tuned because we're going to be going into that solution that Josh was talking about. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here, Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. 
Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCuller. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to radio at michellemcullar.com. Now, back to this week's show. Well, hello again, and we're back on Mission to Millions with Michelle McCullar and my uh, my guest, Josh Decker, speaking about relating your way to greater success, fulfillment, and meaning. So, anyway, Josh, uh, back where we were when we uh, broke for the break, why don't you finish that thought and that you were having that you were going to share with us? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was talking about that it's sad that this is the, is the case, that the, the amount of disconnection uh, in the world today. Mm-hmm. And that the reason it's sad is there's a pretty simple solution. And what what... The depth of it is really beginning to bring awareness to our unconscious relational patterns. Mm. And the best way to do that is by utilizing the five fundamentals of relating. Got it. So can you tell us a little bit about what those grounding principles are? Yeah, I can, I can tell you each of them. Uh, the The first one is willingness. And what I mean by willingness is exactly (laughs) what it says is, how willing are you to be in relationship right now? Mm -hmm. So willingness would be like open to having a conversation, exploring things rather than like shutting down or being defensive, but like just being open and maybe seeing the other people's point of view or yeah. what they have I mean, or feeling. Is exactly. It? Willing to engage okay. with another or with something that's going on for you. Awesome. Thank you. And what are some of the others? And then the, the next one is presence. Mm. Tell me more. And presence is cultivating the ability to be right here, right now. So I would put that, think of that as being in the moment with where things are at this very moment and not going back into your past or projecting into the future? It, precisely. <laughs> okay. That seems pretty clear. So what about the other three? So the, the, the next one would be curiosity. Mm-hmm. And curiosity is 
having uh, interest or intrigue in anything. Mm. And specifically with relationship is, are you curious enough to check things out? Mm. Are you curious to check in with someone rather than just think whatever it is that you think about them? So, potentially, I'm thinking that you might be imagining something could be true for them, but you don't really know until you've asked them. Exactly. And do you have the level of curiosity that you would take the time to actually ask that? And find out if that's true for them, and then how you can proceed from there? Exactly. Awesome. And, okay, so we've got willingness, presence, curiosity, and I think you said there were five, so. Yep, yep, you're tracking well. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And the next one uh, is one that I would say uh, is the one that is my go-to and that I believe is the most powerful of all the five. Mm -hmm. And that is welcoming. Mm. And welcoming is accepting what is happening is happening. Wow. Accepting what is happening is happening. And to greet it kindly. Mm. Now that's a skill. (laughs) And to greet it kindly. Now what this doesn't mean is it doesn't mean that you have to like it or agree with it mm-hmm. or say that it's okay. Yet, it is necessary to accept that what is happening right now mm-hmm. is happening. And if it's happening, I might as well greet it in friendly as if it's, as if it's an acquaintance or a friend or a family member. Okay, I want to come back to that one in a second, explore it a little further. So, but for before we do that, why don't you share the last one? And the last one is agility. Oh, say more. And and the agility is the ability to discern and apply all the previous fundamentals. So in any given situation, being able to decide, oh, what do do I need to be more willing here or could I use some welcoming or am I checked out? Am I on my phone and not present? Mm -hmm. Am I, uh, what skill will best help me right now? So it sounds like agility is being able to be well, okay, present, but also aware enough, I guess is more the term I was thinking of, aware enough to be able to look and say, what do I need at this moment of these other fundamental principles that you just mentioned, the willingness, presence, curiosity, and welcoming, to know which one is going to serve me the most right now in the moment with the situation and to be able to move forward in a positive manner? Am I Precisely. Okay, awesome. So I want to go back to the welcome a minute. 
uh, and really dig into that just a little bit deeper because you said it's your go-to one and it's actually the most powerful. Um, And I would just love for you to, if you could, just give us a really simple example, but one that would be real that people could really relate to. Sure. Uh, Let's give me a moment. (laughs) I didn't didn't have one prepared, so... Oh, that's well, fine. Just, what, I'm sure you've got many what, from life that you can draw from. Totally. I was just thinking I, I have one this morning. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this morning I have a two-year-old daughter named Cadabri. Mm-hmm. And um, I, had, I had her this morning uh, almost right up until the call. And I go out to get my morning coffee. And there's a breakfast sandwich place that's across the street. And while, we're, while I'm walking home, I'm kind of on a time schedule, and she is wanting her egg sandwich to the point where she drops on the ground and starts spinning in a circle saying, breakfast sandwich, breakfast sandwich, mm-hmm. <laughs> breakfast sandwich. And, um, and I also am trying to cook for her more and make sure that she eats, eats at home. And so immediately I had this feeling of, oh my gosh, I need to get back so I can cook her food, so I can get on the call on time. <laughs> and I, my desire at that moment was to just pick her up and whether she scream or whatever, just make her go home. Mm-hmm. Yet what I realized... I had enough, just enough awareness to realize that the, there is an energy of wanting to control her and to just make her do what it is that I wanted her to do. Mm -hmm. And so I took a breath in and I just welcomed that feeling of pressure and, and having to be on it and get things done. And that gave me enough space in it to see, oh, let's see if I can just get her to play the same game as, as I want her to play. And so I said, hey, you know what? Dad, Daddy just went and bought you this new cheese, and I've got toast, and you love butter, so I'm going to put butter on the toast, and I'm going to make you Daddy's best breakfast sandwich at home. Mm-hmm. And the actually butter was the word that got her. <laughs> and, and before I knew it, she was up and walking home with me. Awesome. And yet, oh, go ahead. No, no, I go ahead and finish. I just wanted to explore how that played out in terms of like how you felt and how you, I assume, how you believe she felt. Great. Thank you. That's that's exactly where I was going. Yeah, I went from complete tightness and pressure and wanting to push through Mm -hmm. to relaxed and at ease and laughing and enjoying my daughter and laughing at myself for getting so caught up. (laughs) 
I can actually see that. Like afterwards, you look back and you're like, wow, what was I getting so crazy about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, thank you, Joss, for sharing that example because it was a very clear and relatable example that I'm sure many people have experienced in their life, you know, especially those who are parents. Um, But I'm sure others who even that aren't, they've been around people who have, or even if they think about other people in their life and relationships, whether it's a, a, a friend, a spouse, you know, and it kind of goes into that same kind of mode. So I can, it was a very great and, you know, I think a really great example that we can all relate to. Thank you. I appreciate it. So um, next, I, you know, our show is on the Empowerment Channel, and, you know, you've talked about these five different principles of relating and that they're core, and I believe there, there's power in these in terms of being able to have amazing relationships and work through the, any kind of difficulties or get on the same page with people. Um, so tell me, how do you believe these principles, if people were to Im- apply them, would empower them? You know, so our listeners out there, how would they imp- empower them in their careers, their relationships, in any other aspect of their lives? Great question. Um, well, specifically on empowerment, uh, what I think most people don't realize mm-hmm. is that when they have unconscious blind spots, mm-hmm. and usually these, uh, maybe I should define blind spots for you. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> uh Blind spots are places in relationship that we unconsciously push intimacy away or unconsciously push the relationship away. Mm-hmm. And so, again, what most people don't realize is what, that when they have unconscious blind spots, mm-hmm. and again, these, these are from effects of previous relationships, from their childhood, from growing up, and um, and I just want to say that these blind spots are actually very good, healthy protection systems most of the time. Yet, when they become unconscious in later in life, when we don't maybe need them as much, what happens is they start to undermine us. And... I think probably most people have heard the word of sabotage, but a lot of times these blind spots begin to sabotage our relationships in our lives. And, uh, and they, they get us certain benefits, but the costs begin to outweigh what the benefits are. And so what I believe is that bringing awareness to our blind spots is one of the most empowering things. And it has been the most empowering thing for me in my life. Mm -hmm. So if I understood then, then the most empowering from these principles, the most thing that would most empower our listeners in all aspects of their lives is having that awareness first and foremost. And starting to first see, and foremost, starting to recognize their blind spots, 
and then apply these principles in a way that allows them to have a deep, intimate, meaningful conversation with whomever, whether that's a coworker, a boss, a spouse, a child, they can move them forward in the direction that they would like to go, both individually and together. Exactly. Yes. Wow. Uh, this is something that, you know, I'm going to be excited to hear how our listeners can learn more about. And <laughs> so, you know, we don't have a lot of time before we're going to go to our next break. So um, I just want to quickly ask you, um, you know, I know you, we've already touched on, like, you know, we're living in some pre- pretty precarious times and where communication is like at an all-time low and people feel incredibly disconnected. What can you say about how this work can help resolve some of that disconnection and create more connection? Yeah, great question. For me... And from what I've seen with the people that I've worked with is that you, by, by bringing awareness to these blind spots and practicing these relational fundamentals, a degree of clarity on what you actually desire mm-hmm. and why you desire it mm. and how you show up in relationship makes for a degree of ease in moving, navigating this relational field of life in a way that there's more effective achievement towards what it is that you desire. Okay. Well, we're going to be going to a break now, and so we're going to hear more in a moment from Josh, who's going to be able to help us dig a little bit deeper into that number one thing, that number one secret tool, that skill set that's going to help us really explode in all areas of our life. And anyway, so this is, again, Michelle McCullough, Mission to Millions, and with our guest, Josh Decker, and we will be back after this short break. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter we're at Voice America TRN you'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN the Voice America Talk Radio Network We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within. But many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. 
Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCuller. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to radio at michellemcculler.com. Now, back to this week's show. Well, we're back with Mission to Millions Radio with Michelle McCuller and our guest, Josh Decker, where we're talking about relating your way to greater prosperity, meaning, and fulfillment. Well, Josh, um, you know, you spoke a little bit about how you got into this work and the journey you've been on, which was a pretty phenomenal story. And, you know, I'm sensing there's this big mission behind your work because you said you've dedicated your life to this. And if you could, if you could just quickly share a little bit about, like, where do you see that going? And what is it that, what's that one thing, if you could change in the world, what would that be? Hmm. Wow, that's, uh, I see that as uh, a two-part question. <laughs> and I think uh, if it's okay, I'll answer the second part of the question first. Okay, go ahead. So uh, if you could change one thing in, in this world, what mm-hmm. would it be? Yeah. And if I could change anything, it would be how aware or bringing more awareness to how we're doing relationship rather than what we are doing in relationship. Not that it doesn't matter what we do in relationship, Mm -hmm. but putting more attention on how we do relationship. So how we communicate, how we engage with each other. Yeah. Like where, where are you coming from? Got it. Whenever you say X, Y, or Z, where are you coming from? Whenever you say, I love you, are you coming from really feeling and, and emoting that love as you're communicating it? Or are you just talking about something you feel? Mm. So being present with the feeling in the being of love Versus sometimes we just kind of automatically, like, I love you? Yes, exactly. Then that automaticness is, to me, is that there's no awareness of how I'm doing relationship. It's all focused on what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Wow, that's a big concept that 
I'm excited to hear. We may have to have you back at another time to dive into that deeper. So talking about this mission of yours, um, I, I do sense there's a big mission there, and I could see how it started coming into being. I just would like to see where do you feel it's going? Well, where I feel that it's going is I have a true desire to to help everyone. Mm-hmm. So I see this going from having nonprofits that are that are working with the homeless all the way up to presence of countries being in touch with how they do a relationship, being in touch with their underlining relational patterns and making choices that are for the best interest of not only themselves, but for everyone that's underneath them. And, and in that feeling, feeling the impact of the decisions that they make, getting the cost of what it is that they do and vice versa, feeling the reward of making making a choice that's best for themselves and for the people that are under uh, that are either in their country or uh, if it's a CEO that from the top down that every employee is being cared about and thought about in the decisions. Mm-hmm. Wow, that would be a p- tremendous, powerful change in our world, our communities, our families from the bottom up from the bottom to you know the top and from the top to the bottom it's, that's that's my that's my mission <laughs> wow that is a huge mission and i mean this show is mission to millions and i'm here to you know help people empower them in their missions and get them out to the world um you know these game-changing callings where we're here to create a better world and to help others step into that so thank you so much for sharing yours and you know, you touched on it just a little bit a moment ago, but what is your number one hope that our listeners will walk away with today? Um, is it each person uh, comes out of unconscious suffering that they're facing in their relationships to having the reward of deep, intimate, fulfilling relationships everywhere in their life? Mm. Wow, that's pretty powerful. Oh, I can't. I can just imagine what a world might look like if we all had that, you know, presence and ability to have that type of relationship. Uh, I see it. Yeah. Um, I think I feel it more than I see it. <laughs> Um, I concur. Thank you. um, And so, again, I mean, you touched on it earlier. I just want to make sure that we reiterate. And so would you walk through again what those, just quickly reiterate those five principles and that number one that you recommended um, that you said that was the most powerful and the one that you lead with in your own life? Definitely. So uh, willingness. Willingness, willingness to engage, presence, being right here, right now, curiosity, willing to be curious about what, 
what's going on for someone, whether your perception of them is accurate or not. And then welcoming, which is the, which is the number one biggie. Mm-hmm. And that's accepting what is happening is happening and greeting it kindly. Right. You didn't have to like it. You didn't have to, you know, agree with it. It's just accepting it, what it is, that it is. Exactly. I can hate it. Mm-hmm. Yet the fact is, is that what is happening is happening, whether I hate it or not. And quick, I want to just touch on that just one deeper level. And like, uh-huh. what exactly do you feel or have you experienced in your own life or some of your clients, I assume, have experienced is what what is it being welcoming done for them or for you and in, in, in their ability to really deepen their relationships, not only with others, but with themselves? Well, one of the first things is welcoming is a de-escalator. So most of the time in relationships, whenever they become challenging, uh, the the mode of operation is, or the pattern of uh, relational dynamic that's occurring mm-hmm. is an escalation. Mm-hmm. And what welcoming does is it brings in an energy that de-escalates. So one of the most common ones I know is that in romantic relationships, the, the amount, the length of fighting mm-hmm. goes down dramatically. Mm-hmm. And the, the ease in navigating those conversations increases dramatically. Wow. So willingness sounds like a very big thing that we should all look at, not just look at, but really work on incorporating into our relational skill set. If, if you want, if you care about the quality of your relationships mm-hmm. and you want to have a deeper, more intimate relationship with anyone in your life, mm-hmm. I please, please practice and even take a look at welcoming. Mm. It's a a game changer on its own. Yeah, I think I just misspoke a moment ago. I said willingness when I meant to say welcoming. (laughs) So thank you for correcting that. (laughs) It's like two W words. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... um, I know you work with a lot of people, and you've worked with tons of people um, during the time that you've been doing this work. And so can you quickly really just say a little bit more about who you work with and um, how you've seen this work influence people that you've worked with their lives personally, professionally, and spiritually? Yeah. What I'll say is... Anyone that is listening right now mm-hmm. can benefit from this work and mm-hmm. having better quality relationships. So I have a few situations I generally work with. Mm-hmm. In the personal realm, 
if you're exhausted from fighting with your partner and you don't know why or how to stop it, mm-hmm. to if you're a parent struggling to communicate with your kid, to if you're if you're single and looking to find a partner and it seems like you always pick the wrong one or don't even know what to do to even get in the conversation of finding a partner. Mm-hmm. To in the professional realm, if you're struggling with a difficult uh, coworker or different difficult com- challenging conversations, uh, if you're having a hard time getting your team to work together, or if it feels like in the end they leave everything for you to clean up and take care of, and really they don't even have your back. And the biggest opportunity for most people is their relationship with themselves. Hmm. From, do they, are they really hard on themselves? Do they judge themselves constantly? Do they set a ridiculously high bar for themselves? Do they, do they collapse in the face of conflict? Do they not, do they not speak what it is that they desire or want or need? Wow. So it sounds like it's such a powerful uh, work that can help a lot of people, and especially those who just really struggle both interpersonally with themselves and being hard on themselves or those who have challenges, whether that's with a coworker or a boss, their children, you know, looking for love, spouse. It's pretty versatile, it sounds like. It, it truly is. All right, so we're coming upon the end of the show here today. And so, Josh, I would just like to, if you would, uh, share a little bit about how our listeners could find out more about you and your Real Relating programs. Yeah. So, let me just... So, the first step, uh, as I said, is start working on the fundamentals. And that's... uh, really focus on welcoming if you can. And, and then the but, next is bringing awareness to your blind spots while, while you do it. And so where's, where can they reach out to you to find out more? They can reach out to me. So this is a... Uh, I got to cut off here in just a second. So just if you have yep. a place where they can so reach out. So if you email realrelatingnow at gmail.com, and say, I want in. What I'm going to do is I'll give you a 45-minute 97 session for free. All right, so we've got to cut off now, Josh. So anyway, this is Michelle McCuller with Mission to Millions, and we'll be back next week with another powerful segment with Shane Stevens on The Power of Choice. Thank you for listening to Mission to Millions. Be sure to join Michelle McCuller for another edition of our show next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to see you right here next week.